Hello and welcome to I've Got Ox on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Today we have a very special guest. We have Stephen Burnson on today. Hello. And what song are you doing, Stephen? I'm going to be playing Ride by Lana Del Rey. This is so exciting. Stephen is maybe a stan, maybe one level below a stan for Lana Del Rey. And we've had many a conversations about Lana Del Rey and her culture impact and what she has to say. So we're going to chat a little bit about Ride and Lana Del Rey. I've got Ox and I'm playing Ride. Welcome back to I've Got Ox. I'm Steven Bernson. You just heard Ride by Lana Del Rey. Uh, what did you guys think? We just watched the music video, which it was not my first time watching it, but I think it was Gavin and Bella's first time. So I would love to hear first initial thoughts. Freaky. freaky. It was freaky. It was freaky. It was, yeah, in all senses of that word. Yeah. It was good. I liked it, but freaky. <laughs> I don't know. She's a, she just wants to ride, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's it's not the f- <laughs> so 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 what I gained from the music video and well what I gained from the song in general is is more just like the song yeah. the music video like the extended cinematic thing is um, not what I you know not the reason why I listen to the music I, mm-hmm. I think it's kind of um, I listen to the music because I think it's really good music like just like the actual music part right um, but yeah those parts were you know. For those of you who haven't seen the music video, in more or less, it's about 10 minutes. And in signature Lana Del Rey style, there is like an um, opening and a closing monologue. Di- uh, monologue yeah. That's what I'm looking for. And there's a thematic element to it. Basically, she's riding around with a bunch of bikers. Yeah. And she's in different kind Older of men. dusty hotels and pinball machines. And there's, there's like a, a certain sense of glamour to it, which I think mm-hmm. is what Lana does so well, is being able to just be so thematic and dramatic in a way that i think now is more corny than when it came out i don't i was also yeah 15 yeah. but i think yeah. that it hasn't i think she started an era if that makes any sense yeah. like she was like kind of one of the first people to really bank on this this Stop. aesthetic mm-hmm. yeah yeah and and back then in like 2012 like the more gritty like um, I'm, you know, I'm crazy kind of thing was, was in, you yeah. know, and it, we weren't in like the hipster phase of the mm-hmm. 2010s yet. We were still in like the very Heroin like chic. sincere, overly sincere, like overly dramatic kind of era. And, and I think that that really worked at yeah. the time. Cause she flourished on platforms like social media platforms, like Tumblr at the time. Lana Del yeah. Rey was, yeah. was more than her music, which I think is both a very special part of her, but I also think that that's why I think some people are turned off to her and they've actually never listened to her music. Like they, they right. see weird edits or they see music videos like this. And I think sometimes it, it robs her of her actual songwriting ability and her voice yeah. and what she brings to the table as an artist outside of like the thematic elements of it. Right. And like, ironically that's so like I got into Lana Del Rey purely on music. Um, it wasn't on like, 
the Tumblr, the the blogs kind of like internet lifestyle kind of thing that you were mentioning, which still exists, by the way, but mm-hmm. maybe not so much on Tumblr, but like on Twitter. Um, and we can get more into that, um, how how Lana has kind of found her different scopes of <clears throat> fans uh, or different areas of, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we can talk more about that. But like, yeah, ironically, I, I just started listening to Lana Del Rey because Born to Die was one of the few albums on... Um, my brother's iTunes. Nice. And so I was just like, oh, this is cool. And then I, I listened to like radio, ironically, mm. which mm. was, uh, a, is a really good song. And, um, and I was like, oh, this is so cool. And I was like 12. So I was like, anything sounded cool. Is there a specific drug? Cause when I think of Lana Del Rey and I think of her fan base, I think of ages like 12 to 17 girls. What was, <laughs> what was the pull for you? to something like Lana. Like, I don't think that's a very... Although she writes a lot about men and her experience with men, I do think it's more, like, feminine and directed towards a more female audience. So what do you think about her is, like, so magnetic that it sort of, like, transcends any any mm-hmm. other factors? Um, I think that it's honestly just, like... For me, it's, like, her music style. Mm. Um, like, with songs, especially on Paradise, which is the album that this song is on... Um, and especially with Ride, it just sounds almost like, like there's songs that, you know, American is, is another one of these, um, um, Blue Velvet, which is actually a cover. Um, but they, they don't sound like they were written by a contemporary artist. Like they sound like they are bigger than just like a lesser known pop artist, which like, I mean, I, I can't really group her in pop, but like you know, people do. Yeah. And just like a lesser known, like female artist of our time, Mm. it doesn't sound, it sounds so like magnificent and like with the strings and regal. Yeah. Yeah. Regal. That's a really good word. Cause she brings a lot of like regal Mm. visuals into a lot of her. I remember when I, I only heard her when I was listening to the radio about the same time. And I think that's when summertime sadness, Mm. that was probably one of, I guess her biggest song. It was on the radio and I remember hearing it and just the music made sense for a pop song, but her Mm. voice was just so out there and different. I was like, yeah, she just seems so, like, established already as, like, a a voice. Yes. Like, this is so, like, unique and independent to her. And I think that's, yeah, something she does really well because it's just her. It's Lana Del Rey. It's her yeah. voice. Yeah, and, and also, like, not just the music, but, like, I know the lyrics. <laughs> I don't condone a lot of the lyrics that Lana Del Rey makes nowadays. Disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, just big disclaimer. But she, you know, nowadays she writes more, like, I would say different stuff. She's domesticated. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Nowadays she writes stuff that, you? that, that reaches more popular markets. Um, yeah. Like, um, NFR, mm. <laughs> the 2019 album, which is, um, you know, it was like Grammy nominated and yeah. like, and it was like, pe- the, all, all the critics were going crazy for it. Um, yeah, I remember it was, it was definitely mainstream. Cause like I hadn't heard anything from her since, summertime sadness and then i saw that album was like oh i guess she's popular again but it's right. probably just because it was right. more mainstream also she did a cover of do in time that sort of went like i remember that playing on um my hometown's kind of alternative radio station i think that had a lot of commercial success because it was a song people were familiar with but it had that signature lana vocal to it mm-hmm. and i think like we talk a lot about artists on 
on this show who have issues with, I mean, most everybody does, with, like, substance abuse problems, relationship problems. Lana is obviously kind of a paragon of those things. But what I think Stephen is bringing up a really good point is, like, a lot of her modern and recent releases show such an immense amount of like maturity and growth specifically in those areas that it's so cool to watch her discography grow as she grows as an individual yeah it's definitely like and she's self-aware about that. yes yes like very much so like knows that she's playing into like this she like lana del rey is a character it's not her real name um and like she's building a um story arc Mm -hmm. for this character through her albums and you know these albums that her early ones are you know while they are like probably going to remain the most popular Mm -hmm. of her discography it's like they are sometimes pretty you know bitter sweet in a way uh, and I think that's what she was really going for it it wasn't it, it was a character more than anything that she was trying to create and just to um, illuminate the like I guess forgotten like this kind of like hazy dream like American yeah. dream mm-hmm. um, and just like build this character on that yeah I think what people mistake a lot is that she's what you're saying like she's not this is a character I think sometimes people just see her and they think that she's I think she's romanticizing certain parts of this behavior, but I don't necessarily mean that. I don't think that means she's condoning it. Yeah. It's it's a gimmick almost. It's so hazy and so thematic that it's not real. I think Mm -hmm. it it threw people off too, because I mean, people having characters in music is nothing new, but especially as a female artist of her age, especially like a pop star, you expect a certain type of character from them, like a Katy Perry or something Mm -hmm. like that, or Hannah Montana or something, something that's recognizable, but something so far left is her, you know, something a little bit, different and yeah. that we were talking about that I think threw people off mostly. Um, She's, I think I, I've read a lot about her being deemed as like hyper feminine and the, in the ways in which she, she feeds into that being seen in a very sexual manner and in a very like, it's funny because she objectifies herself, but she's yeah, so in yeah. control the whole time. And mm-hmm. that's what I think is the coolest thing about Lana Del Rey is she's perceived to be this way, but at the end of the day, it's a character and there's still that separation. And I think that's like a genius level of being able to create something that like that. Yeah, it is super feminine. It's like, especially in her um, third album, Ultraviolence, it's like she has kind of um, found like... You know, y- you ha- you think about, like, the girl boss, mm-hmm. and, like, most of it is very, like, abrasive, like, you know, you know, I'm fearless, I don't need you kind of thing. But she she has taken a different turn with that, and um, in a very much more, like, realistic way, mm-hmm. it, like, what real femi- femininity looks like, where it's, like, you're not super aggressive against, you know, the system or you know, patriarchy or whatever. Um, it's more like, like a Taylor Swift. She's like, she, I would say she's like the antithesis of like the Taylor Swift yeah. who is, is like, you know, F the patriarchy and whatnot. Um, but like she, she, she kind of like finds her power in um, like manipulating yeah. men, you know, yeah. like Cleopatra. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it, like that's wep- true. weaponizing yeah. traditional femininity instead of trying to weaponize traditional masculinity as a yeah. woman. 
That's it's like the opposite. Point. How right. do you, Bella? How do you feel? I think as the other woman on the show, like how do you perceive? <laughs> Represent the other how do you woman. <laughs> per, like how do you perceive yeah, Lana Del Rey in this kind of idea of hyper femininity? In like, I don't want to say it's toxic. I think it's more toxic than it is like empowering. <laughs> personally, Very I think true. Taylor Swift is much more. I don't know, like real to me. Um, but how do you perceive Lana? It's hard to see the line where she's like glamorizing this kind of sick lifestyle. Yeah. Like, right. Like, I, I feel like my first perception of her is seeing, like, probably like on Tumblr, seeing some weird edit and being like, what is this girl doing? Like, <laughs> kissing up on this old man or something. Like, you know, something like that. I liked what Steven said about her being a character. Mm. I had never, like, thought about it that way so much. It makes a lot of sense. It's cool. Like, it's like, I like the idea of having this character and telling this story with her work but if you don't if you can't recognize that it does seem toxic yeah yeah, yeah. like especially that music video I, it's just very interesting to like, try to figure out what she's trying to do do you know I, what i mean yeah. yeah how much of it is an act i don't know yeah well it's not entirely an act like she had problems so right I heard. Yeah. oh yeah no she has <laughs> she has problems uh it's like you get like a very like raw um, mm-hmm. view of her and, and that's mm-hmm. that's always been like her thing is that brutal honesty I like her, her like authenticity right yeah. and even now in her like newer albums when she's kind of she's really made the transition in the past three albums which I haven't even listened to like one of them because it's just I, I'm not really like that big of a fan anymore but um, she she's made this transition from this prior character which is very apparent you know a woman who <clears throat> Um, you know, finds freedom, like finds solace in her, her her brokenness to her newer music, which is like a mature, almost like mentor to younger people. And, 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 and she has this like Sylvia Plath vibe yeah. mm-hmm. of uh, like a lot of her, a lot of her songs almost just sound like spoken word, yeah. to be honest. And like, she has a poetry book. And I think that like Gavin said, you know, it's, it's not all an act. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, th- this does correspond with like changes in her life. You can yeah. see it in her eyes. I think like <laughs> the thing that now I'm a little older and I can see now is that a lot of her consumers, especially in those early years, were really, really young, impressionable girls. And I think that's where Tumblr as a platform ran into a lot of issues was that the content mm-hmm. that was on Tumblr, whether, whether it was like pornography or glamorizing eating disorders, just like not age appropriate. She was like, just in this kind of cesspool of a platform. Yeah. And I think in a way Guilty that can be dangerous. Like, yeah. yeah. But also you could say that about literally any artist yeah, that's I'm true, listening true. to when you're I, 13. You I know? think like especially like thinking about being that young and watching something yeah. like that, it can be like that looks fun. Yeah. Right. That's, you know? I was Cigarettes thinking about, old men. I was yeah. thinking about this when you were talking earlier that she's very glamorous. But I think it's dangerous because she's glamorizing something that without the music is disgusting. Yeah, it's disgusting. She's literally like yeah. like in the video, she walked up to a random car and like got in. Mm-hmm. Like that's not cool or like okay. Right. I think the one thing you can say though is I do especially after watching that, I think it's very impressive how she does that. Yeah. Like yeah. I almost like watch that and I think of like white trash America. Like oh, yeah, can I say yeah. that? You yeah, know but what it's I mean? like glamour. And it just like and, she does glamorize. And, and before mm-hmm. you like realize it, you have to like recognize she did like a really amazing job of making it look like this lifestyle that can be very attractive yeah. to someone who like It's like the devil. Yeah. To someone someone who like doesn't is not like mentally ready to look at something right. like that and be like, oh, no. there is Have something the wrong. I think like, yeah. ra- and especially nowadays rap does the same thing. It's yeah. like mm-hmm. taking a lifestyle that's genres. really horrible and that people sh- want to get out of and being like, no, it's, 
this is fun. Yeah. It's what so like, true. And I think it, it is it is in some ways like it it's impressive how she does it. Yeah. Like yeah. how she really makes it art. look like yeah. beautiful almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, that's a really good point. She it's makes kind of like a darker like country artist. In yeah. Because yeah. the yeah. country artist Americana. appeals mm-hmm. to like, you know, the American, you know, blue collar worker. And like I think that she does that too in a way that is like yeah, <laughs> like it's her own. in a way that is almost like um, upper class. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a it's, it's, to it's highbrow when yeah, it actually it's, is lowbrow. It is highbrow. <laughs> it's a highbrow like representation of like lowbrow people. Wow. That's yeah. That's a really good and and explanation. It's just, that's true. You know, and that's very interesting and and very appealing to yeah. to people. It, it almost reminds me. Sorry, Alex, You're good. about how people these days like I see them. I see this whole thing of like people. How do I say it? Getting mad when rich people are like trying to be poor almost. Mm-hmm. Do you oh, know what I mean? Like, oh, well. you just want to be. Yeah, you this know what I mean. This would not go over well nowadays. <laughs> oh, yeah. And and so like it's that, it, it is kind of like that type of thing. Like looking at mm. like, oh, we just want to be like these poor like Americans that live out in the <laughs> desert. This is fun. Motels, and I can see how, dirty yeah, man. I can see how people can watch this and be like, what the hell? Like, yeah. you like, know what I mean? This is real life and it sucks. Yeah. Like, right. uh-huh. My daughter well, is this person. Like that's. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, or they'd be like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. I'm a biker. Sorry, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. we spent most of this episode talking about Lana as kind of a cultural icon and icon. not specifically about this song because sure. I think this song is like a representation of a lot of her discography and kind of yeah. who she is. So it's, yeah, it's a sample. Yeah. All right. Well, you've been listening to I've Got Ox on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM with Steven Burnson. Steven Burnson. Steven. Mm-hmm. Hi. Thank you. <laughs> Thank here. you for having me. <laughs> Woo. All right, see you guys. Bye.